love you, Chloe. I love you, Daddy. F-I-T with the Z. Time to get my fits on. Who's better than you? Nobody. What is up, Fitz? Everybody, Fitz happens. Time to get your fits on. And there goes the last DJ. F-I-T with the Z. Who plays what he wants to play. This is the Fitz show. He says what he wants to say. Brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, people everywhere, lovers of the world, presenting the one, the only, F-I-T with a Z, player. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Fitz happens live from our radio hub for Friday. It's May 31st. Tw- the end. Ah, uh, what? End of the month. Yes. <laughs> or the end. <laughs> it's May 31st, 2019, and let me be the first to welcome you to our professional broadcast. There is Drew, there's Bethany, the mouth from the South, and it's time to flush the format. We can start here. This is the Fit Show. Welcome to the weekend. It's the Fitch Show. Are you ready for the summer? Are you ready for the sunshine? Are you ready for the birth and beat? The apple trees and a whole lot of Just a bit of a break from the norm Just a little something to break the monotony Of all that hardcore dance that has gotten to be a little bit out of control It's cool to dance, but what about a groove that soothes and moves romance? Give me a soft, subtle mix And if it ain't broke, then don't try to fix it And think of the summers of the past Adjust the bass and let the alpine blast Pop in my CD and let me run a rhyme And put your car on cruise and lay back Cause it's summertime to get your fits on. Who's better than you? Nobody! Splashing through the sandbar Talking by the campfire It's the simple things in life Like when and where We didn't have no internet But man, I never will forget The way the moonlight shined upon her head Show. 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 
Summertime is finally here. That old ballpark man is back in gear. Out on 49, man, I can see the lights. School's out, the night's rolling, man, just like a long lost friend. You ain't seen it in a while, can't help but smile. Oh, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, the format has been flushed. The one and only Fitz happens. It's the Fitz Show. And now, here's my daddy. It's time for your Why Are You Kidding Me? Stories of the Day. The weekend is upon us, and I like to say that this segment of the What Are You Kidding Me Stories is brought to you by June. We're not there yet, but we're pretty darn close. On. Hello. Oh, did you hear what I said? We oh, heard yeah, you. Our ears were on. Our mics weren't on. Yeah. So anyway. Uh, welcome, Friday. I'm standing by with the news that didn't make the news out of New Hampshire. Picky boo. An 86-year-old man in New Hampshire went to read something on his iPad last Thursday, and he got bitten by a rabid bat. It was hiding between the back of the iPad. What? He'd actually folded over the cover of his iPad case. He didn't know it was a rabbit at the time. A straight-up bat was hiding in an iPad. I wonder how big this iPad was. I mean, this is incredible. This is absolutely so astonishing. What? So I guess maybe like it was sitting there and like maybe the bat, maybe he was outside or something and the bat crawled in between that little space or something. Yeah. Back, you guys you aren't know asking what? the real question. I can't believe an 86-year-old man has an iPad. <laughs> good <laughs> for is, him. I mean, true. until he got bit by a bat, it and was good for him. And obviously this iPad is big enough to store, you know, a little bat cave. <laughs> you know, bats are actually pretty small. They're, they're basically like the size of mice. Yeah, they with are. Wings. Well, you haven't you haven't seen the the bats underneath the bridge in Austin, Texas, then. Well, I have. Those aren't the bats we're talking about here. Well, I'm. You want to see some bats? You, you they're about six feet. No. <laughs> no, that's Batman. You've got confused there. Well, or like pretty, those big gigantic yeah, fruit big bats, bats that they have oh, in like petrifying. Um, petrifying. Asia, I believe yeah. it is, and yeah. they have yeah, they're huge. Absolutely like, petrifying. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think that's one of these. I don't. I don't think this. I bat don't think either. Was one yeah. Of those. Well, I'll tell you one thing. Uh, right after it flew out of the iPad case, it died soon after, which is really a bad sign. So Fish and Game told him to go to the hospital right away, and I have exclusive what-are-you-kidding-me audio right now, folks. I just opened up like that, and I flip it around. I felt something. It felt it like a little bee sting. And I looked, and the bat was coming out between the cover and the back of the pad. Then I got up and still cover. squeezing it, which I'm Man sure he shot. wasn't happy about. And I took him outside. When I got up in the morning, he was still there. Then I knew I might have a problem. To the hospital right away. Waste no time. It will remain a mystery. And my joke of he probably knew my password is not going to last forever. That won't be funny for a long time. This guy is the most spry 86-year-old. Wow. Yes, he is. He's with it. He's been using that iPad. Yeah. You can see it on the cover. 
but he wanted to take the bat out to the yard and get him some clam chowder. <laughs> <laughs> How are we doing on time? Do we have time for another story? Uh, I think we do. I think we, we do. do. Yeah, sorry. I'm going to take you uh, guys out of Sacramento. Wait. What? Didn't, what are you kidding me at? Oh, yeah. What, what are, are you kidding me? Out of Sacramento. Roommate check. A 37-year-old man in Sacramento was really, really angry last week after his roommate accused him of stealing. So he locked himself in his room. Mm-hmm. He that's lit normal. He lit two cans of propane on fire, and well, then he, he jumped out of the window before they exploded. Like action movie style. Yeah, like Slow-mo. MacGyver style. MacGyver. Jumping away from the fire. But that is, that's not funny. I mean, you know, that's not, yeah, this guy. Oh, no, he, he is, did it to to definitely do some damage. Oh, yeah, he did it yeah. to hurt his uh, roommate, apparently. Right. Well, I have exclusive, what are you kidding me, audio right now, ladies and gentlemen, check this out, please. When he retreated to the room, closed his door, and the smoke, and obviously that was an indication to the people inside that residence that there was indeed a fire started. Our officers quickly arrived in the area, established a perimeter, and with the assistance of an air unit, we did locate the suspect. Why would anybody want to burn down a house, you know? Why, like, put everybody in danger for something that, just for a simple fight? Ah... I hope this was over more than a normal roommate fight, which is like, who ate my Cheerios? Or uh, did you there were cookies the left in this in box. Sink? Yeah. <laughs> really makes you wonder what the heck happened. All right, there you go. You got the... What? Are you kidding me? Stories of the day. Fitz Happens Live. You're listening to The Fitz Show. Fitz Happens Live. All right, hey, what's up? Folks, uh, if you have a moment, feel free to follow me on the gram, on the Insta. I'd be lit if you did that. Uncomfortable. Oh, now he's doing some sort of... It's uncomfortable for y'all. No, that dance was uncomfortable for everybody. It's uncomfortable for you guys because y'all ain't lit. You look like some sort of... Lit fam. Some sort of what? I don't know, video game character. Kiddos know what I'm talking about. That's why they say, dude, he's like the coolest dude ever. My, like my son, my son Cooper's friends are like, Dad, you, your dad's the coolest dude ever, dude. Mm-hmm. You understand why? Because you're in the room. That's right, because I'm in the room. <laughs> and when you leave the room, they it's like just not It's just different. not as cool anymore. Well, let's get on with the movie, shall we? So, like I was saying, folks, follow me up on the Insta. Follow Fitz. That's with a Z. All right, Drew is standing by. We do this every single Friday. And it's ticket it or skip it. He tells you whether or not you should go or not go. Movie number one, Drew. You know, I'm really glad you gave me that segue because the first movie is about an adult who's trying to be cool with a bunch of teenagers. The movie right. is Ma. M-A. Ma. Uh, stars Octavia Spencer. Oscar nominated. I think mm-hmm. she's even won an Oscar. Uh, great actress. She plays this kind of weird, lonely woman, edgy town kind of thing, like a little cabin in the woods sort of thing. And she befriends the town's teens. She lets them drink at her house. And they're thinking they've just struck gold until things start getting a little weird. So let this be a, a warning to your son's friends who second. think you're cool. She's not going to try to hook up with like the... Uh, any, because no, I'm not going to spoil anything. Like it gets horror. real weird. It's a horror movie. So that should give All you some right, guidance. Because I was just watching the OWN channel the other day. Tw- the 2020 on OWN, the OWN network. And mm-hmm. they had a crazy story about the mayor of the city... Right, mm-hmm. hanging out with all the high school kids, and and so it's not one of those. It is no, but it probably goes in a worse direction even yet than that. Anyway, Ma, it's a good movie for horror movies, and they have their own audience, and okay. people like them. Uh, ticket or skip it? That's a, a, a ticket. I, you know what? I just wish you'd be more strong in your conviction with ticket or skip it. 
You're never, you're never because there's confident no cut, about it. I am confident when no. it is a cut and dry answer. That's it's this always one's not cut and dry. It's it's always a uh, uh, yeah, well. Maybe okay, hear me out. Yeah. Give me give me a try on the next two. We'll see how I do. Hang, hey, here we go. <laughs> That's part of it. That's part of the answer. The meh. It's like it, now, see when people hear that they the know. Pat. Oh, he's not sure. Maybe I better not mm. go to that movie. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so, all right, movie number two. What's up? Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Another Godzilla movie. Exactly. Uh, Skip it. See, I told you I'd be sure about one pretty soon. (laughs) So is it really Godzilla? It's Godzilla fighting all the classic Godzilla enemies. Uh, No, the whole world. So he's fighting all the classic Godzilla enemies. There is a couple of cool scenes in it, but it's sort of like those Transformer movies. There's just too much going on. You can't see what's up. It's too CGI. You really just sit through these movies like that you don't? Yeah. He has to, or he doesn't doesn't get to see them privately and give his... uh, his, Now, I will say uh, my opinion. Mm-hmm. Crit- critique anymore. Yeah. Uh, the Godzilla hero scenes are pretty cool. They do give you the feels a little bit, but other than that, it's not worth it. Okay. Okay. Uh, ticket or skip it? Skip it. Movie number three. Rocket Man. This is oh. the Elton John story. Oh. Fresh off the heels of that amazing Queen biopic, you know, the Freddie Mercury story. This is now Elton John's story, which the big difference, we were discussing this before the show, the big difference between this and the Freddie Mercury story is Elton John's still alive, and he was part of the production. He was like consulting this production. There's yeah. pictures of him on set. So As biographically, fact, you think it's going to be more factual, you're saying, than, than well, he wanted that the, stuff in there. He yeah. yeah. So right. and, right. and the stuff she's talking about, I, I do want to warn people, this movie has got some graphic parts in it. It is not, uh, it's not necessarily... <laughs> Easy for everyone to watch, but uh, it's supposed to be very true, and it's a great story to see how one of the greatest entertainers became who he is. Because you know he's not really Elton John; he became Elton John. All right, uh, and the name of this movie? It is Rocket Man. Ticket or skip it? Ticket. Sorry, I almost said the wrong uh, again. Word. He's confused. no, no. That was, I was one hundred percent sure. Conflicted. I was trying to conflicted. be so sure that I almost said the wrong word. It is a ticket. <laughs> All right, uh, and your pick of the week, <laughs> Rocket Man for sure. All right, follow Drew on his Instagram at Critical Drew. And when it comes to movies, always do Drew. It's the Fit Show. It's Choose Your News. It's Choose Your News. Everyone on the show is about to pick a headline that we think you need to know today. It's Choose Your News. All right, welcome to Friday, everybody. A brand new survey found 57% of us couldn't handle living within walking distance of our parents. I could. I could too. I, I, you know, I've actually been, you know, working in radio. You know, you're like, you're pretty much like a, you know, a carny. We're like G. We're like. A you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Gypsies. Yeah, and so, and so yeah, I, I wish, I really wish I could live near my parents. But anyway, the ideal distance apparently is a 15 to 45 minute drive. Like Drew, you live about, you know. 10 minutes, 15 minutes from your, your uh, mom. You no, see her, what, once a year? Right? I live two hours away from my mother or more. And you still see her once a year. So I just think that that's... I'm up to probably three times a year right now. I've really been making an effort. You know, I always make fun of Drew for that, but he really, he really does stay in touch with his mama. Yeah. He really does. Um, Let's see. Where are we? At? Oh, yeah, this was really interesting. Um... On the first season of Everybody Loves Raymond, there was a scene where Ray explained... Why too close hey. isn't good. What's up? Aren't we doing choose your news? You did your story. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, the reason I was I was playing a clip to go with my story. Oh, I'm so sorry. God, do you guys see how rude that was? <laughs> <laughs> she gave you the light. Wait a like, minute. Move on. I have never in my life. <laughs> Moving on. 
Has uh, uh, North American's greatest broadcaster been interrupted? Sometimes you <laughs> Quite forget. Quite like that. You kind of get off on no, your my own God. thing. I was talking about how far away do you wish your parents lived, and I was talking about the scene from Everybody Loves Raymond where Ray was talking about why Too Close isn't good, and I was wondering if I could play that clip. You, don't worry about it. We don't, you know what? But Do you remember that scene? I don't remember that you scene. I didn't watch That's a- all right. Oh. That's all right. I appreciate it. Let's move on. Hey, wow. hey, hey, Drew, choose your news. Well, there's a, a fight going on in France, and it's not the fights you've seen in France. It's about Notre Dame. Believe it or not, there's a big faction of, of French people, and probably people from outside of France, who wanted the cathedral updated after that massive fire that took out a lot of the facilities there. Uh, they were actually pushing to have major updates in style performed when the cathedral was, was updated. And, of course, there was another camp that wanted it completely keep the tradition I'm to sure. the original you know as is condition yeah and finally it, it went all the way up to the top of the government they finally ruled it must be restored exactly as it was before it was destroyed by so fire. basically what uh what the fire destroyed they're 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 what essentially going to try to recreate it they're going to try to put it back together it. to look exactly like nothing ever happened yeah but yeah. did you also uh cool. read that they said that gosh even a strong wind could blow this thing over i was right now. i was curious yeah. about the structure like if you could legally rebuild it with you know, thousand-year-old building techniques, or if you had you know to update the safety, like put in your, you know, cross-drilled beams right. and all that sort They're of They're going to make it great. I mean, haven't you seen what they did uh, with the place where Jesus was born? It's absolutely beautiful and unbelievable. They built this little thing around it. I believe you you mean where he was laid to rest. Well, they also uh, have the site where they, uh, they feel he was brought into the world, too. Did you know that? Mm-mm. I saw it on YouTube the other night. <laughs> then it must well, then be you know true. it's true. <laughs> All right, Bethany, the mouth from the south, choose your news. Okay, well, this is just kind of crazy news. Casey Anthony is going to have a movie called As I Was Told, and this is going to be about her life. I don't think she's starring it. It's it's a low budget biopic. Oh. It's going to feature amateur actors, unnamed filmmakers. Um, but she says that she doesn't want to make money from the movie. She just feels... But how about this? This is her quote. I just feel my truth needs to be out of me. I need to close the book. So um, the movie is called As I Was Told. And she says that, yes, she went out and she drank and she partied and she carried on like nothing had happened after her daughter had passed away. She said the um, movie is called As I Was Told because that's what she did, was she was told to go out and act like nothing ever happened, and that's what she did. Therefore, Mm-mm. that's the title of the movie. Anyway. All right. There you go. Fridays. Choose your news. This is The Fit Show. Fit happens live. We would really appreciate it if you told a friend, a coworker, or a loved one about our show. Like, you know, tell them to become a P1. You're going to hear us talking about our P1s all the time. Our P1s are our listeners who set this show as the number one button on their preset, and they never, ever, ever, ever take it off. Yeah, it's kind of like a special little club of the best listeners, our most faithful listeners, and all you got to do to join, lock this show in on your number one preset. Simply the best, better than all the rest. Your part. Finish it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's the only words I know. Those ones you say. Yeah. Isn't that a commercial? I think it's a Tina Turner song or something. I thought it was a commercial. I'm pretty sure. Tina Turner that. sings that song, Simply the Best. Yeah. 
Uh, I, I, I say all that because what I'm trying to do right now, I'm trying to calm everybody down. Do you guys have, when you need to calm down. You sing Tina Turner. What is it that, that you do? To chill mm. out. Maybe you maybe you you know have a certain thing you do to chill. Maybe you crank up certain music. What is like the ultimate relaxation therapy for you? Go for a nice drive. Mm-hmm. That mm. unwinds it. Yeah. yeah. Nice drive. Drive yeah. by yourself with the music loud. Mm. Yeah. Music of your choice. Mm-hmm. I don't like to have it that loud. I like to have it really chill. Like when I want to chill, I like to chill. I also love my my iPad iPad time in the bathroom where I shut the door, turn all the lights off, and it's just me and my iPad. Ooh, and I pretend that's bad for your eyes. And I pretend at times that I'm like in like a, a nuclear bunker, just sort of <laughs> one of the last. That's to where sur- you find peace. Is imagining yourself the only person on Earth living in a bunker. <laughs> yeah, that seems kind of lonely. Man. That is weird. No, it's just like my own little role play. Like, okay, like I'm I'm in a nuclear bunker. You know, I shut everything off in the world, and it's dark, and yet I still have connection to the outside world. Be the dirtiest bunker ever. <laughs> food wrappers on the floor. Starbucks. Starbucks cups. Mountain. You know what? You wouldn't really get out the Starbucks. You just have to keep have refilling to the same own. one. Yeah. You know what? Y'all be rude all y'all want. Nobody's gonna believe that. Mm-hmm. No one will believe you. <laughs> well, so so as I'm trying to figure out ways to you know in my bunker stay calm and or you know trying to encourage people to be calm. What are what are like some songs that you would crank up just to try to calm things? Like like if something crazy went down, you need to calm people down. What song are you playing? Enya. Uh, ooh, Enya's a great choice. <laughs> yeah, I might go with some. Uh, yeah, I'd probably go Beethoven. Sometimes he's kind of angry, though. Oh, yeah, at times. And so it's, you know, stressful. No, just have I was saying, continue the conversation. Oh, okay. (laughs) He's like going. (laughs) 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 Normally that means sing. Uh, It 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 has its ups when it, like, peaks out and it's super exciting, but it always calms down. It's like listening to a movie. It's like hearing a movie. I get that. It creates a movie in your mind. Yeah. But at the same so time, anyway, sometimes it gets your blood going, you know? Yeah, it gets you pumped. Here are the songs people play to keep calm. First of all, the top five were uh, Adele, Hello, for some reason. Then Adele, Someone Like You. Those Never are breakup songs. Someone like you. Mm-hmm. I think that just helps people feel okay about feeling bad for themselves. That's mm-hmm. why they like to listen to that. Number three song to, uh, for people to stay calm, Elton John and your song. This is a great song. And you can tell everybody this is your song. It may be quite simple, but now that it's done, I hope you don't mind. I hope you don't mind that I put down the words. How wonderful life is. You're in the world. Number two, the Beatles and Let It Be. For though they may be parted, there is still a chance. We're talking about the uh, ultimate songs to play to keep people calm. Let it be. Finally, number one. I this is this is nice. It's always good. Louis Armstrong. What a wonderful world. I see trees of green. And hopefully we have chilled you out wherever you're listening right now. 
chill you out. That's the goal here, just to get you through the day, you know? Your evening, your night. And I think to myself, what a wonderful The reality check is on. It's time to get real. It's real. For real. For real. Like for real. The reality check. This is the Fit Show. All right, in just a little bit, we are standing by for the gossip, the Fitz files in minutes. Bethany, what's on the way in just a little bit? Well, good news about Alex Trebek and his um, cancer diagnosis and how the process is going. We'll talk about that coming up in just a few minutes. Standing by with the Friday reality check. Relentless weather continues to batter a large portion of the country. Rainfall causing devastating flooding. The Arkansas River has reached its highest level in recorded history. Yeah, that's the type of information coming in. We know also the Mississippi uh, is reaching historic levels. Also, I saw that uh, the continuous United States uh, has now experienced its wettest year in the entire record. Uh, of maintaining uh, the maintained records of rainfall years uh it's just it's kind of one thing stacking on top on top of the next and now we know that literally tens of thousands of, of homes are without water service or electricity across this huge swath of land covering you know the center of the entire nation so i got a call from my mom uh a little bit earlier and she was telling me about stuff going on yesterday in north texas and like 12 different tornado spottings just around her like around like By Fort she Worth knows. Oh, and, and no no it was just it was just the, the the biggest news of the day everybody you know yeah they, they were I mean it's just incredible every television every, every social media thing was dedicated to the crazy weather going on isn't that, isn't that unbelievable so you do you feel like you've seen crazy years of, of weather like this in your life or do you think this isn't is this on a whole nother level for your experience yes I've i seen, didn't grow up where, where i've we seen had big, the weather i've seen big tornadoes uh in my life but not at but one after the next after but, the next many 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 right. seasons not as frequent like this like when you had a thunderstorm you know maybe occasionally one or two funnel clouds maybe a spotting but now there's like these massive storms and 12 and 13 different spottings and sometimes at levels of f4 and f5 so this is completely different. And I grew up, you know, listen, uh, Wichita Falls, Texas, where I was born, and that is straight up Tornado Alley, as Tornado what, Alley as you can get. You bring up something. Uh, what sounds different to me as I hear the news now about these storms is we've always heard of Tornado Alley, right? That mm-hmm. that band of land kind of going up from the Gulf all the way up through Texas across. Uh, just yeah. yeah. All the way up through Oklahoma. But now Panhandle. it feels like. Tornadoes are hitting everywhere. It feels like it's no longer the alley. It's yeah. into uh, Ohio, Iowa, New York. And Illinois, and it's like coming up. Yeah, New York and, and yes. Minnesota's having tornadoes. It's like they're moving. There's there's no longer an alley. It's just the entire central United States. It was just like the other night in Ohio. You know, uh, overnight, those, those F4s and F5s. And then, of course, Manhattan, tornado warnings in Manhattan. It's like, wh- yeah, it's all wh- a little where concerning. is this coming from? Just like yeah. a few months ago, there was one in Seattle, I believe. All right. So I, I, I guess that's it. So, that's yeah, it. let's watch the weather. It's all we can do. And be safe, anyone yeah. out there. There you go. The Friday reality check. It happens live. The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are the Fist Files. All right, it's uh, it's Friday, folks. We have a lot of stuff to get to today as far as the gossip 
community is concerned, right? Standing by now in the gossip community newsroom. Bethany, the mouth from the South. Thank you. Over to you. Uh, well, Alex Trebek, good news here. He says that he... Be- I feel like you and I are... I'm kind of <laughs> like Ron Burgundy and you're like Veronica Corningstone. Yeah. And Drew, you're the... yeah. Uh, who, who, who are champ. you? Champ. Can I be champ? Yeah, champ is awesome. Whammo! <laughs> I think you're brick. <laughs> I don't know what I'm yelling about. I like Mike. Lamb. <laughs> uh, all right, so what's going on? Okay, Alex Trebek says his cancer is nearing remission. So great news there. And he actually thinks that it has to do with the positive energy from his fans. Seriously. I he really says, believe quote, it. I've got a lot of love out there headed in my direction and a lot of prayer, and I will never, ever minimize the value of that. America loves Alex. If and I, lo- I love him. I, 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 yeah, go ahead. Long-term game show hosts get a lot of love. People love Pat J- Sajak. They love Alex Trebek. Like, Bob Barker. Yeah, Bob Barker. If, if you're a celebrity who does movies or music, you've got lovers and haters. If you're a TV game show host, people love you. Yeah, people you wrap up your day with or even people you go to bail with. Remember, you know, the love that you know that people used to have for Johnny Carson. You know, he was the guy who put America to sleep. Yeah, you, we, there are people, man. Well, you yeah. invite and them it, literally in your yes. home every day. They're right? in your home every day. Yeah. Plus, yeah. game show hosts give stuff away every day. Plus, Alex Trebek is just free. Freaking awesome. Mm-hmm. He is pretty awesome. And, uh, and and again, this is pancreatic cancer. That's a scary one. And it was stage four, which yeah. is typically and he weeks is, to months yeah, to live. Yeah, Obviously, absolutely. unbelievable medical technology, and, and uh, he's fighting it and doing awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, right. Ashton Kutcher has had quite the month, and I say the month because there's a trial going on right now um, that has to do with an ex-girlfriend of his. He was uh, supposed to go out on his first date with her. And um, he had talked to her earlier in the evening, and it was the same night of the Grammys. And he had gone over to a friend's house to watch the Grammys, and then he was supposed to go over to her house. Well, he was running a little bit late, and um, he went up, knocked on the door. She didn't answer. He thought it was odd that all the lights were on, so he kind of moved around to the side and kind of peered in, and he saw some um, wine stains on the floor, on, on the carpet and stuff. And so he was like, well, there was a party here. He, he had met her. At, he had also seen her at this party, and it, he said it was you know, kind of like a college, you know, party kind of thing. And so he figured, oh, those stains are no big deal. Well, the next day she was found by her roommate. She was stabbed to death uh, almost 50 times. It was really a brutal, brutal um, murder. And, of course, Ashton freaked out because he was one of the last people to talk to her alive. Um, this guy, I I don't want to say the guy's name um, just simply because I don't want to give him any sort of credit, but he is um, accused of killing several women in this way. They all lived within probably 500 feet of his home. Wow. So he was watching all of these women, and it started like kind of like uh, the Ted Bundy stuff right out of high school. I believe one of his sister's friends was found on her front doorstep still holding her key. Um, so this mm. is a big deal. Anyway, Ashton Kutcher, of course, had to mm. testify in that trial. So scary stuff for him, but I believe everything. He's just a witness and that kind of stuff. So moving on, Arnold Schwarzenegger, is um, he's going to be starring in an animated kids show. It's called Superhero Kindergarten. He's going to play a former superhero who now teaches kids with superpowers. So kind of like an X-Men kind of thing, but on like a kid level, which I kind of think is cool. It was also the last thing that Stan Lee was doing before he passed away. So we're going to finish that out. You know what, Arnold? Good old Arnold. You just can't help but love Arnold. (laughs) You You really can. He's a great guy. Yes. I mean. Even when he takes big big missteps, he's had a couple. (laughs) You just love him. Yeah. (laughs) 
he just gets back on the horse and we well, love him you again. You know, that's what we should do anyway with people when they make mistakes. Try to love them through it. Well, not only that, do you remember that wow. guy? It was like a week ago. Someone like drop kicked him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At some sort of oh my gosh. Uh, event. Yeah. Kicked him right in the back. Yeah, and yeah. he went down. Boom. Uh, but yeah. he's okay, and yeah. he didn't even press charges. Yeah. It was kind of crazy, but you he know. stood up and he said, "I hurt my back." <laughs> Instead of I'll be back. Yes. My, you hurt my back. <laughs> <laughs> Who is your daddy? Who can I sue? <laughs> there you go. That's the good, the bad, and the gossip. That's the Fitz Files. Fitz happens. Live. Fitz happens. Live. 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 Get ready. Playlist profiling is on wherever you are at home at work in the car listening on the app or your smart speaker we definitely want you to play along with us right now get your legal pads out get your pen ready or your phone so you can take your notes we have a mystery caller on the phone right now we don't know anything about this individual uh basically the only thing we know are three songs from their personal playlist and based off of those three songs we're going to try to guess their gender their age what they drive their profession are they single or married? And how many kids? Again, our mystery caller is on hold. Playlist profiling begins now. Song number one, the Charlie Daniels band, Devil Went Down to Georgia. Now you play pretty good fiddle, boy, but give the devil his due. I bet a fiddle of gold against your soul because I think I'm better than you. The boy said my name's Johnny and it might... All right, song number two, Lee Bryce, Parking Lot Party. All right, song number three for playlist profiling, Macklemore and Thrift Shop. I'm gonna pop some tags, only got $20 in my pocket. I'm looking for a come up. This is All right, based off of those three songs, uh, again, we're going to try to guess their gender, their age, what they drive, their profession, are they single or married, and how many kids uh, while we're taking our notes we'll give you a few seconds here so you can have some time as well to do your profile all right how's everybody doing Uh, it's a tough one Mm -hmm. i'm getting some weird vibes yeah i got some weird vibes too yeah all right uh we're gonna share our profiles with you right now by the way share your profiles with us i think this is a male 28 years old. I think this individual drives a Honda, a Hyundai. Hyundai. I think they work at Hot Topic. <laughs> I think this individual is single with no kids. Drew, what about wow, you? Wow, we're close. Okay, I'm Drew. I've got a male who's 30. I think he drives a BMW. That's Ooh. one of the weird vibes I got. Uh, he works in shipping. He's single with one kid. All right, Bethany, the mouth from the south. Give us your, your profile. Okay, I think it's a female. 40 years old, drives an SUV, uh, is in retail sales, so some sort of retail job, Um, divorced, so I don't think married, I would say like divorced, so I guess single, and two kids. Uh, And finally, Ryder the Youngin, what say you? Uh, I'm going to say this is a female also, I'm going to say she's 27, drives a Toyota Camry, and I'm going to say she's single with no kids. Wow, we're getting very specific today. All right, our mystery caller is on hold right now. Stand by for the big reveal. Mystery caller, are you a male or a female? 
I'm a male. Yeah! yeah. Woo! Woo! Dang it. Points! I got a feeling. Finally, I got one. Uh, uh, how old are you, mystery caller? 23. Wow. Oh. And what do you drive? I drive a Chevy Cobalt, a little sedan. Okay. 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 Uh, what do you do for a living? I'm a water delivery guy. Are you single or married? I'm single. Okay. And do you have any children? No children. Okay. <sighs> Drew, who came closest with our profile today? Well, I'll tell you what, Fitz. Once again, you are on top of the heap with three out of six. Riders <laughs> behind you with two. Wow. So Fitz is the winner. Way to go, buddy. Hey, what's your name, by the way? Uh, Brendan. Does it feel weird to be profiled? Uh, yeah, it does feel a little bit weird. <laughs> <laughs> Fitz happens live. Real funny. Touch my radio, no. The Fitz Show. All right, hey, uh, Pixar, you're not listening. Pixar, it didn't happen. Facebook.com slash follow Fitz with a Z. Just snap a selfie. Welcome to Friday, you guys. Thank you so much for being here. Um, there is Drew. There is Bethany the Mouth from the South. And in case you missed it, gosh, uh, just a couple of days ago, the Minute Maid Stadium uh, basically just fell silent as Cubs outfielder Albert Almora Jr.'s line drive collided with the toddler sitting behind Chicago's third base. And the poor guy was just looking up to the stands and just horror. He was shaken. He's got. He's a daddy. Yeah. He's got two kids, I believe, and he's got two sons. He dropped to his knees. I mean, the you know, poor guy just started crying. Uh, he was inconsolable. Right there by the batter's box. Yeah. He, he's now actually pushing for nets all the way around the field. Yeah, we're we're going to talk about that in just one second. This is the uh, the the play by play call of, of the incident. So sorry. that one went sizzling yeah. off into the stands and. Just hope everybody's okay. Almora is everybody's shaking. Yeah, it it hit it hit a, ch- a young child, oh. and so Almora is really up right there. And and I mean, he saw it. So yeah, no, I mean, every in the players, you can see everybody across across the way. Um, it's obviously the nets have been extended as far as as anywhere in baseball, but this one hurts yeah that and it's it just it's it's frightening and that's that's the bottom line and i, and, I mean Almora reacted immediately and you can see him right there jason hayward talking to yeah. him joe madden so, uh and here is uh amora you know just really really emotional after the game while he was talking to the media that's uh that's probably what sucked the most just the way life is as soon as i hit it the first person i locked eyes on was her so that's what, uh, yeah. Yeah, so anyway, he, he's really, really upset. And, well, and, yeah. I was just going to add real quick that um, they they did say, who, David Lavasser? Is that who, is, he, is he an announcer or something? Anyway, he said the ball had no traces of blood on it. And there were none near her seat. The girl was also conscious. So, I mean, that what I'm saying is that's good news. I mean, yeah. you know, we don't really know how what condition she's in, you know? so I know, but, you know, I've, I've been to a I grew up playing baseball. I've been to a lot of baseball games. And I remember as a kid, I mean, I can't tell you the amount of people I saw get hit by foul balls. Okay. Oh. I can't tell you the amount of windshields I saw busted by, you know, baseballs. And especially at Major League, the baseball yeah. games with the power these guys are right. hitting these uh, days. The balls traveling fast off the bat in a right. line you, drive. You see those, oh, right? Yeah. And, and I mean, it's time to get some nets. I, I, I believe it. Right. It's time. I, I think on the bright side, it's really kids are resilient. And, and depending on, I mean, it, not when it comes to a concussion. Well, do we know if it hit her in the head? Because if it hit her, in the, I mean, I don't know. It torso, just, she's 
you know, probably going to be okay, no yeah. problem. But yeah, head injuries, of course, very scary. Yeah, I mean, I I'm for the Nets. I'm for the Nets too. Uh, well, well, let's just put it this way. I think if it, if they if, you if bring nothing kids, comes of this, sip. the point is is that something could come of this. Yeah. I mean, the Major League Baseball needs to realize that. Before you know it, oh, someone's going been to be in, for a, years. in a lawsuit. Yeah, there was this a has woman, been happening for years. I think there was a woman uh, killed in the stands uh, not that long yeah. ago, a few years back. Yeah. And we're, we're in the uh, in the world of baseball right now where people love going to the games, but while they're going to the games, a lot of times they're taking selfies and not really paying attention and on their phones during the games. And that just leads to more people That's right, Fitz. getting hit. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Being on their cell phones during the game and taking <laughs> selfies. <laughs> oh, whatever. I wouldn't do that during a baseball game. I was a third. I was a third. I was was a third baseman. I grew up. My favorite movie was The Natural. What inning are we in? (laughs) I played second base. We had time to take selfies on the field. Three and a half hours. What do you mean we're only in the third inning? This happens. Live. Uh, let's get to some good stuff, you guys. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. I'd like to tell you about uh, a woman in Warwick, Rhode Island, named Julie Hudden. She's been helping uh, her 97-year-old grandma, Helen, cross things off her bucket list. And one of the things she'd always wanted to do was go to prom. Uh-huh. She didn't go to her own senior prom because it was the Depression and her parents couldn't afford a dress. So a few months ago, Julie asked the principal of a nearby high school if Helen could go to their prom, and they loved the idea. They said that Julie could also go as her date. So she recently surprised Helen with a promposal, bought her a dress, even got her a little tiara to wear with it. And before the big day last Friday, Helen joked that uh, she wanted to do the Holy Goalie, which is a dance from the 60s. Okay? Oh, wow. So they queued up some music for her, and they let her cut loose, and uh, also named her an honorary prom queen. By the uh-huh. way, did I tell you how old she was? 97-year-old grandma finally went to the prom, and that is the good stuff. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. The Fit Show. F-I-T with the Z. Fitz happens. Live, 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 live. Makeup or breakup is on. And I want to say again, uh, everybody who comes on makeup or breakup, they are uh, willing participants. We have an interesting situation right now. Mike from Roy is on. Hey, Mike, how are you? Hey, doing good, guys. How's it going? Good, man. I I, I really appreciate you coming on the show and and jumping on makeup or breakup with us. Yeah, man. Thanks for helping me out. Yeah. No, well, we haven't done anything yet, so. (laughs) (laughs) Save your thanks to see if we can help. Uh, Mike, um... Tell me how long you've been in a relationship with your girlfriend. Is it Laura? Is that right, Laura? Yeah, Laura. So we, we've been dating for about 18 months. Okay. Oh. And in those 18 months, what sort of weirdness is kind of popping up? I mean, obviously, you're on here for a reason right now. Yeah, so it stems from her social media. Um, she's just becoming a total social media diva lately. Um, she posts pictures all the time. Um, she's constantly talking about, you know, her, her ratio of likes and comments and all this stuff. And, uh, and when it comes down to it, the, the content that she's constantly posting is of her. And specifically, you know, it's these tight yoga pants, bikini pictures. You know, she's bending over, showing her butt all the time. And, right. and I, I just, you know, it, it's somebody who's been dating somebody for a year and a half and considering, you know, 
a future life with this person. I'm, I'm just a little concerned that it's getting out of control. I might follow her, Mike. What's that Instagram? Yeah, Don't you better watch it. out because <laughs> you better watch out. My buddy Drew uh, follows a whole lot of uh, Instagram models and stuff like that. So. <laughs> Uh, oh you know, man, dude, ridiculous! Everybody's always in her DMs. You know, she's like, she's constantly on the phone, constantly. I would not be able to handle that. I mean, no. personally, like if it, even if it was my girlfriend, just knowing that all sorts of other dudes are, are are looking at you know something that I'm supposed to be looking at in that way. Yeah, but real quick, Mike, does she give you access to that? Is she open about showing you what's coming in? Do you kind of laugh about it, or is she protective of it? No. Uh, I mean, like, in the sense, like, she'll show me what she posts or, like, I'll see it because I follow her, but she's not, like, you know, she's not scrolling through her DMs with me all the time. And I'm not that type of guy either to be, like, give me your phone. You know, that, that's not how I roll. I, you know, I, I believe in the trust of the relationship. I'm just a little worried about, you know, her headspace and what what's important to her in life. Is it is it these likes and comments and pictures of her butt or is it, like, our relationship and living, you know, a real life in the real world? I was going to say, maybe this is a deeper issue. Like, maybe there is a reason that all these people right now on social media, they are literally craving all that attention. Yeah. For what? Like, why, why, are, why do so many people rely on hits and clicks and likes right now? What drives it? Yeah, I, like I said, I'm, getting, I'm just getting worried that it's a, it's a deeper issue instead of, you know, just a, a pure attention or sexual nature issue. I have two questions for you, Mike. Um, the first one is... What, so you've been together for 18 months. Was this there when you started out 18 months ago? Was she already doing it, or has this grown since you've been with her? That's question so, one. Uh, it's definitely, it's always been there, right? So she's a, she's a beautiful girl to start, so she's always, you know, had an Instagram with cute pictures, but I've definitely noticed an increase within the last year of maybe getting a little bit more scandalous and Risque. seeing, you know, the the, uh, the engagement of, of how, how much she's on her phone and how much effort she's put. She goes, oh, I got, you know, I got to post a new picture today. I don't know what to do. And then I'm like, you know, she's, she's spending all this time doing it. And I'm looking at these pictures. Like there's not a lot of creative, uh, creativeness going into this. It's just you basically turning around and bending out a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Backside. Like, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm a big fan of art, but I, I just, you know, I, I just know what the end goal is of, of who her target audience is, and they just want a little backside, you know? Right. And, Mike, you know how it goes. Uh, in, in a couple of seconds, uh, we're going to talk to Laura and bring her on, if that's okay? Yeah, sure. Let's do it. This is The Fit Show. It happens live. Basically, uh, Mike is very, very upset that his girlfriend, Laura, Post a lot on social media. Not, not that she posts a, a lot on social media. She posts a lot of pictures with her hiney and yoga pants and bikini pictures. And and Mike, to sum it up, you've you've seen a lot of people kind of sliding into her DMs, and it's it's kind of getting to you right now. You're saying, yeah, man, just, just a lot of a lot of time spent on that that Instagram app, you know. All right, yeah, I feel you. Mm-hmm. Uh, welcome to the show, Mike's girlfriend, Laura. Hi, Laura. Thank you for voluntarily coming on today. I appreciate it. Hi, sure. Thanks, guys. Well, I know that you've probably been listening to the radio, uh, and you've heard Mike's side. He's he doesn't like the fact that you show a whole lot on on social media. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Oh my gosh, Mike! I can't even believe that you're upset about it. I mean, I guess I can, but the thing is, you know, I've been working out a lot, and I really just see it as I'm building a brand. You know, I'm proud of my accomplishments. Um, I, I've worked really hard to get to the point that I'm at, and I want to show it. I don't want to encourage other people, too. Mike, what's your response to that? Yeah, I mean, I, 
I understand that she puts a lot of hard work in at the gym, and I, and I do appreciate that. But from an encouragement standpoint, I, I think her following is, is you're encouraging them to do something else. Um, but you can't, Laura, uh, it, it's Fitz. You can't tell me that you are doing this for women. Certainly, I mean, aren't you also doing it for guys to hit like on your page as well? Well, I want as many people as possible. I mean, I am a woman, so I'm trying to show what a woman can be with dedication and consistency and showing up, you know, at the gym and all that stuff. I'm trying to show what a woman can be. But you don't, um, you don't, you don't post anything of you in the gym working out or any instructional videos of you working out or nutrition Ooh. advice. It's just, well, I'm it's tiny, my own it's pictures, yoga so pants, I mean, bending over. Like, I, don't I, have, your comments, I don't have a it's photographer. Mike, it's I, can't, exactly. I can't be there's living no, you know, There's no Becky there I'm going to be the referee right now. The referee... <laughs> I mean, I would definitely feel weird if, if, if my girl all the time was, was sh- showing a whole lot and letting other guys look at it. I bet a lot of people listening to this right now have probably had a similar situation because social media is out there. So I would like to see. Give us your solutions. Tell us right. what we can tell them. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. The Fit Show. Wow. Kind of right in the middle of makeup or breakup just a couple of minutes ago. Well, they wanted to come on the show because Mike is really concerned that Laura is, uh, or Laura, excuse me, is doing a lot of social media stuff, showing a lot of skin on social media. He thinks it's all about hits and clicks. Somebody says, you don't control your girl's body. Let her be your own person. Do whatever she wants. Uh, Fitz, they should break up. She wants way too much attention and not from the one that she should want it from. Ooh. Mm, that's mm-hmm, interesting. Mm-hmm. If you guys see any other texts, uh, bring them up. Well. Yeah. I will say that right now, as it stands, uh, the the P1s have convicted on breakup for the most part. Uh, you know what, My, Tex? I would consider you a correspondent now. <laughs> <laughs> well, hell, I'm happy to help you, brother. <laughs> Tex, what say you, man? Make up or break up here? Well, I'll tell you, she sounds like a buckle bunny just needs to get polished. <laughs> Translation? <laughs> no, please, maybe don't. Maybe oh, don't translate that. that means. Okay. Uh, hey, I mean, if she's got it, she can flaunt it. If he's if if he's man enough to deal with it, then keep her. Fitz happens live. The reality check is on. It's, on. it's time to get real. It's real. For real. For real. Like for real. The reality check. This is the Fit Show. All right, I'm so excited because in minutes we're going to go straight out at country and check this out. I'm about to, I'm about to uh, uh, blow your mind. Jason Aldean spends tons of time doing what? Guesses in the studio. Drew. Uh, working out. Bethany the Mouth from the South. Doing what? Picking peas. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you if, if either one of you are right or wrong, but I could tell you I will provide resolution to that tease. In minutes. All right, Drew is standing by with the Friday reality check. The host of Jeopardy says his doctors tell him that his stage four pancreatic cancer is in, quote, near remission. Yeah, I love doing some good stories on Friday, some happy stories. So Alex Trebek, beloved game show host, the 78-year-old game show host. Love Alex appears Trebek. Appears to be beating stage four pancreatic cancer, which is incredible. In fact, his doctors said they have never seen anything like it. He, he's responding so well to treatments that he's in near complete remission. Not only that, but he even said it himself. He said he believes that uh, a lot of 
his healing and power is coming from people, you know, sending love, thoughts, prayers, everything his way. You got to believe that stuff. That is, it's energy and it's power. And right now, it's straight up going right into Trebek. That's right. <laughs> it is. Mother Trebek. Yes, Trebek. <laughs> uh, but, you know, like you said earlier, Drew, you know, Alex Trebek is just... He's like he's just one of America's guys, yeah. you know. He he, shut, he he sums up the day. It also became immediately evident that you know, he's a game show host, so you don't know much about him. You right. just see him do, kind of go through the same motion every night. But this guy's a fighter. When we found out about his cancer, he'd already been getting treatment for months before he went public. Yeah. And he told us how he he was going to complete the season he was on. He said he was com- just horrendously ill from the chemo, from the treatments. He was laying he'd go from laying on his floor in the fetal position in his dressing room throwing up to They'd knock on the door, say 15 minutes. He'd get up, dust himself off, and go perform he, the show. He's did, a fighter. And didn't he say something about you know losing his hair and stuff as well? Yeah, his he had to switch and, to a wig. Yeah. Uh, and this is a guy, you know, so he's got tons of money. He could have just, just walked away and and taken care of himself, but he wanted to see it through. And I think that fighter spirit goes a long way towards beating something like this yes. if it's possible. Yeah, Wait, and he's going to do it. But he sure does have a lot of support. A yes, lot he does. Of we, we love you, Alex. All right, well, here's some more good news. There is $444 million up for grabs in a Powerball tonight. Uh, But here's the bad news. Your chances of winning it are 1 in 302,575,350. So you're saying I got a a chance. chance. (laughs) Now, I guess technically if you had the $302 million, well, wait, Powerball tickets cost more than a a buck, don't they? Well, yeah, because especially if you want to win the big jackpot, you got to do the power play. Someone thought this through. Someone thought this through. But $444 million up grab. This one's been up for a couple months. That's why it's so high. These are getting huge now. But here's a woman who's got a chance. Here's another story. A woman in Pennsylvania has won the lotto twice in two years, and she did it buying her tickets at the same store. She won $100,000 two years ago on a scratcher. It's almost like a slot machine. It's like you wonder when when the store is going to hit. Yeah. (laughs) And then just last week, she hit a million dollars at the same store. Maybe that's a secret. Yeah. Wow. Now that woman needs to go buy a lotto or a Powerball ticket right now. She's probably going to bring down the 444. And also, here's a question. Do a lot of people win on the quick pick? Right. Sure, yeah. Actually, yeah. I've Win the looked. big lottery money with the quick picks? Yeah. Okay. I've actually looked before to whenever they have all the lottery winners, it'll tell you whether or not they chose their numbers or whether or not they used quick pick, you know, in some of the lists that they have online. And a lot of them are quick pick. Yeah, yeah. basically, your odds are just as bad either way. <laughs> That's it. You're saying there's a chance. <laughs> there is a chance. It's just terrible. All right, there you go. That's the Friday reality check. Fitch happens live. Straight out of country. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's go straight out of country right now. Jason Aldean, what do you think he does before his show? Uh, uh, does some push-ups. That is incorrect. Showers. No. He spends tons of time trying to perfect his concert set list. Come on. What's up? Well, I hope Right before showers. the show? Right before the show, yeah. <laughs> I go, well, I hope right before he the showers. showers. Yeah, uh, he's going to be starting a tour with one version, and then uh, he'll change the order here and there when the shows don't have you know what he feels is good flow. The right, it's all about man. It's all about the flow. Each year, you want to try and change it up. You don't want to feel like you're going out and you know playing the same songs in the same order. And, you know, that's the beauty of putting out a new album is you kind of have some different songs to pull from and put in the show. You know, but even for us, I mean, I will sit down for hours and 
and sort of you know stack songs and move them around and you know almost like a puzzle and trying to figure out what works best. We're three weeks into the tour. This last week, I mean, I'm in there in the dressing room before the show, moving songs around, still trying to find that kind of you know that perfect show. See, I you know what I do the same thing before a professional broadcast. Move bits around. Move it around, shake it around, test some things, see what works, see what doesn't work. Yep. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Get but it. not push-ups. <laughs> you don't even know. I'm wondering. I'm asking. So I can know. Where do you think Where do you think these tries and pies came from, man? <laughs> Did you say pies? Pythons. Oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. Tries and pies, baby. <laughs> Can't handle these pythons. <laughs> Alright. Is there another story? <laughs> Are we just gonna let that hang out there for a while? Yeah, what's up? Sorry, I, I I was really just sort of imagining myself and realizing I am Uncle Rico. <laughs> <laughs> In every sense of everything. I mean I really should have been they coulda shoulda woulda. You did once tell me you could throw this football over those mountains. And I could. <laughs> Straight up could. The coach just would have put you in, could've, you guys would have won state. Could've went to state, man. <laughs> Could have went to state. <laughs> Getting a little uh, depressed right now. So, how are we doing on time over there? We're all right. Well, good. Because uh, I'd like to tell you about country newcomer Abby Anderson. And the reason I'm bringing up uh, Abby Anderson right now is because she was in a recent motion picture. And the name of the motion picture was A Dog's Journey. And Drew, I'm bringing up A Dog's Journey because this was the movie that you destroyed and said was horrible and did not have a pulse or a soul to it and was not like, was not a good dog movie. And I disagree. And Abby Anderson, country newcomer, uh, her song Fearless is in The Dog's Journey. I'm falling boulders and a waterfall right here. And then the puppy gets over the boulders, jumps over the river to the other side right here at this point. Anyway, that's the movie you absolutely destroyed. I did not. I just said it seems like a Hallmark made-for-TV movie. That's all I said. I wasn't that hard on it. (laughs) Not very supportive. All right, there you go. We just took you straight. Hey, come on. I'm trying to create any controversy. I can't. Well, don't let me review that song then. Whoa. Dang. You don't like Fearless? It was on a dog's journey, so you know it's good. It was generic is what it was. We'll be right back after a trip to the concession stand. It happens live. Go rest This is Green Gray Bob. Fitz is my son. I proudly served my country from 66 through 72 with the Army Special Forces. We live in a land of the free because of our brave men and women, past and present. This is our troop salute.
The freedom you are experiencing today was brought to you by the proud men and women who serve and who have served our nation. And the experience of war, it's, it's a life changer. Those who go into hell and come out to tell their tale, they are changed and they're changed forever. And those people have valuable lessons to share for those who listen. And today we salute Wilson Fox of the United States Army. Wilson proudly served this nation during the Korean War. And although this was uh, uh, not really spoken about as much as other 20th century wars that America fought in, the Korean War was a devastating affair. It was violent. It was, it, from, from what I hear and, and, and you know, see, it was it was just a, a nightmare yeah. of, of brutal. Violence. It was very brutal. I really brutal. feel like it, it's one of the like. Uh, your grandfather was like in the a Korean forgotten war. war. Yeah, like, yeah. It, it wasn't really. It didn't get a lot of press coverage. Is why it's so right. forgotten. Probably because it was so brutal. They didn't want to share the images. Well, and it was sort of a, you know, it wasn't an official war. Ah, I see what you're saying. Well, it was. Yeah. But. Not on the books, but it was. The conditions in Korea, they were very, very tough. Uh, And again, the fighting was brutal. Wilson Fox survived his time in Korea and returned to the States to raise a family and live the American dream like so many other hundreds of thousands of men and women did. Fox's grandson, Nick Carey of Greenville, New York, wrote in for this salute and he died with all his family around him and the family continues to honor Wilson Fox by visiting his gravestone on the anniversary and Nick says man I still tear up every single time so if you have a veteran in your family please sit down with them talk to them learn about their experiences and and benefit from the knowledge and life that they risked so much to gain
Special shout out to all my embedded what are you kidding me field correspondents who uh, basically spend the, uh, you know their hours at work compiling what are you kidding me stories for me. Yeah, sorry bosses. Yeah, sorry about that bosses, but this is by them, from them, and for I provide them. for them. Yes, it's important. So I'm here. Got to do what you got to do. I'm here for them, and I'm here for you as well. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> if you don't mind, where do I want to begin today? Oh, yes. If you don't mind, I'm going to take you uh, out of uh, uh, Miami with a very special what the f- Florida story. This is titled, Where the Sun Don't Shine. Oh, no. Uh-oh. What? Uh, just... That, that's never a good way to start a what are you kidding me story. <laughs> it, it always goes badly. Yeah. Well, a 29-year-old woman in Miami recently met a guy at a club, and uh, you know they went back to his hotel, and uh, then uh, took off with five Rolex watches he owned worth over $100,000. Police recovered one of them when they arrested her, but uh, they didn't find the other four until they got her to, to jail. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I just put what? it together. What's wrong with you? I just put it together. Continue. I think you're 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 trying to jump ahead here. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they didn't find the other four. They they, they got her in jail and uh, you know, took her through the metal detector and then they asked her to cough. <laughs> and, and she two of the Rolexes were found right there. She was in. <laughs> no, the other four. I know, but I was saying two with the first cough. <laughs> yeah, three for the second. <laughs> no, two for the second. Sorry. Gotta do gotta my math. You're kidding me. No, I'm not, Drew. This is a what are you kidding me story. I had questions about, like, why does this yeah. guy travel with five Rolexes, but all those questions were obliterated by the rest of the story. Well, as we begin to try to track down, you know, information about this and audio, we actually found audio from her bond hearing. I'm not even joking. Check this out. Brought the defendant back to the room, went to use the bathroom, and when he came out, he noticed that his Crown Royal bag containing five high-luxury watches valued at $108,000 were missing. Questioned the defendant about the missing bag, and the defendant opened the hotel door and ran out. She was subsequently taken into custody, and uh, in the course of taking the defendant into custody, when she was being processed, the watch was uh, secreted in the valley. Oh, my goodness. Pop wow. goes the weasel. I don't even think they say secreted. <laughs> Let's move on, please. Let's go to page yes. two. What are you kidding me? Out of Germany. Whiskey and Jesus. 53-year-old Thomas Essenbacher, a pastor, has long been looking for a lot of ways to approach men and talk to them about God and the Christian faith. He says these days it's not the easiest thing to do, but it turns out, he says, it's much easier if you first offer up some whiskey. Well, yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Everything's easier after a <laughs> whiskey, I guess. Well, he's a big fan of uh, of scotch, and uh, he knows how easy it is just to kind of talk to friends during a nice little whiskey, right? And uh, he's organized whiskey retreats for, for men of, of all ages, and he says they sell out almost instantly. You know, they're Bible-reading events. Uh, he, he says those don't really work, but he says with whiskey, he could reach the men. And it interests them, and they all well, start talking amazing. after a drink. Mm-hmm. Yes. I can tell this guy right now. You can do what? Everyone can reach someone with whiskey. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Maybe. Eventually. And, and what's wrong with that? 
drinking some <laughs> whiskey, talking about God. Mm-hmm. He There's found nothing his wrong in. with that. No, you're right. He found his in. All right, and there you go, you guys. You got the... What? Are you kidding me? Stories of the day breaking every single hour. This is the Fit Show. Fitch happens live. The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are the Fitz Files. All right, it's uh, it's Friday, folks. We have a lot of stuff to get to today as far as the gossip community is concerned, right? Standing by now in the gossip community newsroom. Bethany, the mouth from the south. Thank you. Over to you. Uh, well, Alex Trebek, good news here. He says that he... Be- I feel like you and I are... I'm kind of <laughs> like Ron Burgundy and you're like Veronica Corningstone. Yeah. And Drew, you're the... yeah. Uh, who, who, who are champ. you? Champ. Can I be champ? Yeah, champ is awesome. Whammo! <laughs> I think you're brick. <laughs> I don't know where you're yelling about. I like Mike. Lamb. <laughs> uh, all right, so what's going on? Okay, Alex Trebek says his cancer is nearing remission. So great news there. And he actually thinks that it has to do with the positive energy from his fans. Seriously. I he really says, believe quote, it. I've got a lot of love out there headed in my direction and a lot of prayer, and I will never, ever minimize the value of that. America loves Alex. If and I, lo- I it, love him. I, 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 yeah, go ahead. Long-term game show hosts get a lot of love. People love Pat J- Sajak. They love Alex Trebek. Like, Bob Barker. Yeah, Bob Barker. If, if you're a celebrity who does movies or music, you've got lovers and haters. If you're a TV game show host, people love you. Yeah, people you wrap up your day with or even people you go to bed with. Remember, you know, the love that you know that people used to have for Johnny Carson. You know, he was the guy who put America to sleep. Yeah, you, we. there are people, man. Well, you yeah. invite and them it, literally in your yes. home every day. They're right? in your home every day. Yeah. Plus, yeah. game show hosts give stuff away every day. Plus, Alex Trebek is just free. Freaking awesome. Mm-hmm. He is pretty awesome. And, uh, and, and and again, this is pancreatic cancer. That's a scary one. And it was stage four, yeah. which is typically and he weeks is. to months yeah, to live. Yeah. Obviously, Absolutely. unbelievable medical technology, and, and uh, he's fighting it and doing awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, right. Ashton Kutcher has had quite the month, and I say the month because there's a trial going on right now um, that has to do with an ex-girlfriend of his. He was uh, supposed to go out on his first date with her. And um, he had talked to her earlier in the evening, and it was the same night of the Grammys. And he had gone over to a friend's house to watch the Grammys, and then he was supposed to go over to her house. Well, he was running a little bit late, and um, he went up, knocked on the door. She didn't answer. He thought it was odd that all the lights were on, so he kind of moved around to the side and kind of peered in. And he saw some um, wine stains on the floor, on on the carpet and stuff. And so he was like, well, there was a party here. He he had met her. He had also seen her at this party, and he said it was you know, kind of like a college, you know, party kind of thing. And so he figured, oh, those stains are no big deal. Well, the next day she was found by her roommate. She was stabbed to death uh, almost 50 times. It was really a brutal, brutal um, murder. And, of course, Ashton freaked out because he was one of the last people to talk to her alive. Um, this guy, I I don't want to say the guy's name um, just simply because I don't want to give him any sort of credit, but he is um, accused of killing several women in this way. They all lived within probably 500 feet of his home. Wow. So he was watching all of these women, and it started like kind of like uh, the Ted Bundy stuff right out of high school. I believe one of his sister's friends was found on her front doorstep still holding her key. 
Um, so this mm. is a big deal. Anyway, Ashton Kutcher, of course, had to mm. testify in that trial. So scary stuff for him, but I believe everything. He's just a witness and that kind of stuff. So moving on, Arnold Schwarzenegger is um, he's going to be starring in an animated kids show. It's called Superhero Kindergarten. He's going to play a former superhero who now teaches kids with superpowers. So kind of like an X-Men kind of mm-hmm. thing, but on like a kid level, which I kind of think is cool. It was also the last thing that Stan Lee was doing before he passed away. So we're going to finish that out. You know what, Arnold? Good old Arnold. You just can't help but love Arnold. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, you really can. He, he's a great guy. Yes. I mean, <laughs> you, you know, even when he takes big, big missteps, he's had a couple. <laughs> you just love him. Yeah. <laughs> He just gets back on the horse, and we well, love him you again. You know, that's what we should do anyway with people when they make mistakes. Try to love them through it. Well, not only that, do you remember that wow. guy? It was like a week ago. Someone like drop kicked him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At some sort of oh my gosh uh, event, yeah. kicked him right in the back. Yeah, and yeah. he went down. Boom. Uh, but yeah. he's okay, and yeah. he didn't even press charges. Yeah. It was kind of crazy, but you he know. stood up and he said, "I hurt my back." <laughs> Instead of I'll be back. Yes. You hurt my back. (laughs) (laughs) Who is your daddy? Who can I sue? (laughs) There you go. That's the good, the bad, and the gossip. That's the Fitz Files. Fitz happens live. Live. You're listening to the Fitz Show. Fitz happens live. All right, hey, what's up, folks? Uh, if you have a moment, feel free to follow me on the gram, on the Insta. I'd be lit if you did that. Uncomfortable. <laughs> uncomfortable. Oh, now he's doing some sort oh. of... It's uncomfortable for y'all. because no, that dance was uncomfortable for everybody. It's uncomfortable for you guys because y'all ain't lit. You look like some sort of... Lit fam. <laughs> some sort of what? I don't know, video game character. <sighs> Kiddos know what I'm talking about. That's why they say, dude, he's like the coolest dude ever. My, like my son, my son Cooper's friends are like, dad, you, your dad's the coolest dude ever, dude. Mm-hmm. You understand why? Because you're in the room. That's right, because I'm in the room. <laughs> and when you leave the room, they... It's, just not, it's just not as cool anymore. Well, let's get on with the movie, shall we? So, like I was saying, folks, follow me up on the Insta. Follow Fitz. That's with a Z. All right, Drew is standing by. We do this every single Friday. And it's ticket or skip it. He tells you whether or not you should go or not go. Movie number one, Drew. You know, I'm really glad you gave me that segue because the first movie is about an adult who's trying to be cool with a bunch of teenagers. The movie is Ma. M-A. Ma. uh, Stars Octavia Spencer. Oscar nominated. I think Mm -hmm. she's even won an Oscar. Uh, Great actress. She plays this kind of weird, lonely woman, edge of town kind of thing, like a little cabin in the woods sort of thing. And she befriends the town's teens. She lets them drink at her house. And they're thinking they've just struck gold until things start getting a little weird. So let this be a, a warning to your son's friends who second. think you're cool. She's not going to try to hook up with like the... Uh, any, because no, I'm not going to spoil anything. Like it gets horror. real weird. It's a horror movie. So that should give All you some right, guidance. Because I was just watching the OWN channel the other day. Tw- the 2020 on OWN, the OWN network. And mm-hmm. they had a crazy story about the mayor of the city... Right, mm-hmm. hanging out with all the high school kids, and and so it's not one of those. It is no, but it probably goes in a worse direction even yet than that. Anyway, Ma, it's a good movie for horror movies, and they have their own audience, and okay. people like them. Uh, ticket or skip it? That's a, a, a ticket. I, you know what? I just wish you'd be more strong in your conviction with ticket or skip it. You're never, you're because never confident no cut, about it. I am confident when no. it is a cut and dry answer. That it's this always one's not cut and dry. It's it's always a uh, well. Maybe you can hear me out. Yeah. Give me give me a try on the next two. We'll see how I do. Hey, hey, hey here we go. 
<laughs> that's part of it. Yeah. That's part of the answer. The it's, it's like it, no, see when people hear the, that they the know. Pat. Oh, he's not sure. Maybe I better not go to that movie. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so, all right, movie number two. What's up? Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Another Godzilla skip it. movie. Exactly. Uh, skip it. See, I told you I'd be sure about one pretty soon. <laughs> so is it really Godzilla? Is, is Godzilla, it's Godzilla in, fighting all the classic Tokyo Godzilla enemies? Uh, no, the whole world. So he's fighting all the classic Godzilla enemies. There is a couple of cool scenes in it, but it's sort of like those Transformer movies. There's just too much going on. You can't see you really what's up. You really just sit through CGI. these movies yeah. like that you don't? Yeah. He has to, or he doesn't He, he doesn't get to see them privately and give his... Uh, his now, I will say, uh, my opinion... Mm-hmm. critique anymore yeah. uh, the Godzilla hero scenes are pretty cool they do give you the feels a little bit but other than that it's not worth it okay okay uh, ticket or skip it skip it movie number three Rocket Man this is oh. the Elton John story oh. fresh off the heels of that amazing Queen biopic you know the Freddie Mercury story this is now Elton John's story which the big difference we were discussing this before the show the big difference between this and the Freddie Mercury story is Elton John's still alive and he was part of the production he was like consulting this production there's yeah. pictures of him on set so biographically fact, you think it's going to be more factual you're saying than, than well, he wanted that the, stuff in there he yeah. thought yeah. So, right. and, right. and the stuff she's talking about I, I do want to warn people this movie has got some graphic parts in it it is not uh, it, not necessarily <laughs> Easy for everyone to watch, but uh, it's supposed to be very true, and it's a great story to see how one of the greatest entertainers became who he is. Because you know he's not really Elton John; he became Elton John. All right, uh, and the name of this movie? It is Rocket Man. Ticket or skip it? Ticket. Sorry, I almost said the wrong uh, again. Word. He's confused. no, no. That was, I was one hundred percent sure. Conflicted. I was trying to conflicted. be so sure that I almost said the wrong word. It is a ticket. <laughs> All right, uh, and your pick of the week, <laughs> Rocket Man for sure. All right, follow Drew on his Instagram at Critical Drew. And when it comes to movies, always do Drew. It's the Fit Show. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, what have we learned today for Friday? Oh, my gosh, it's May 31st, 2019, you guys. And this is where we discuss kind of what we picked up, things we learned uh, from our fun conversations with you from our show today. And here's what I picked up. I learned that if you really need to calm people down, you could like crank up some Adele. Like oh, yeah. basically any Adele single, uh, I- anything Adele, and it'll instantly calm people down. It was it was actually two of her songs were in the top five as far yeah, as helping calm people like, down. Yeah, it was like Hello and Someone Like You. It couldn't have been like, rolling in the deep. Because <laughs> that's kind of like. Could have had it could be, uh, it's not Fire in the Rain or yeah. what that is. I see the fire in the rain. What else, Drew? What else, other songs? Yeah. Uh, well, hello. He has a huge uh, Adele fan. Yeah. So anyway, you I know the it. big ones. All right. Uh, hey, Drew, what have we learned today? I learned that uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, the governor, is yeah. going to be in uh, an animated kids show that Stanley developed right before he died. That's really cool. That's I, cool. Yeah. Is it a kids show or is it an adult? Like, is it Family Guy style yeah, or is it kids yeah, show no, style? No, I think it's a kids show. Oh, okay. Yeah. And it's a, he's playing his character? He's playing a uh, kindergarten. or He's playing a, a, super a former hero. superhero with superpowers who is now a kindergarten teacher okay. for kids with superpowers. Uh, yeah. Bethany, the mouth from the south, what have we learned from uh, everything we've done today on the show? I learned that Alex Trebek is um, near remission with his cancer. So yeah, awesome. super excited and happy about that. You guys have a fantastic weekend. It's like the first weekend of June, so let's let's soak this up. We'll see you Monday, you guys. My name's Fitz. I'm Drew. I'm Bethany. Think big, cause you're thinking anyway. And who's better than you? 
Nobody! Well, that's the end of today's professional broadcast of The Fit Show. Did you miss some of the show today? No worries. For all things fits and to check out today's PAB, the podcast after the broadcast, just go to followfits.com.